Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, y'all? It's your girl, brand new, and honey, I am back in the building. This time, honey, I'm back. I'm back with a love and marriage Huntsville extra. We got Miss Melody Cherie. She gets to telling us, honey, God said, go, lead that man. Okay, she goes back to Sugar Mama's birth, you know, after uh, she had her... Uh, she took her shower and God told her to leave that man. Let him mess up just one more time. Just one more again. And you know, it was a spiritual uh, release. Okay? It was a spiritual release. So I'm going to play some of that audio, honey. And Miss Robinson, honey, will be in and out with her commentary. Some of y'all just started following me after I had sugar mama and I was in the shower in the hospital after they moved me to a room and I said I began to cry and I felt it is finished, it is done. And then I literally left the situation just a few short months after that, was three and a half months after that. Um, because God said go, that was it, it was finished. I had never been able to move or leave completely because spiritually the release wasn't there. But when it was there, when it happened, and I felt that release December 20th when I got moved to a room because I had my baby on the 19th, and I took my shower. Listen. Okay, so let's go into what Melody um, is talking about really quickly, you guys. So Melody was in a trauma-bonded marriage with Martell. So what is a trauma bond? A trauma bond is when a person forms a deep emotional attachment with someone that causes them harm. It often develops from a repeated cycle of abuse and positive reinforcement. When this occurs between partners, this is a trauma-bonded relationship. So a lot of people throughout the years have criticized Melody. Uh, I know myself, I criticized her too. Like, dang, why you keep getting back together with this fool? I think my thing was more like, why are you still procreating with this fool? Uh, because I'm just very sensitive to people bringing babies, you know, on the planet for all the wrong reasons, you know, with the wrong people. It just, it causes just a lot of chaos, honey, and confusion in the end, honey. Okay, so I was just like, Melody, you my girl, but what what you doing? You know, but God bless, you know, little sugar mama and the rest of Melody's beautiful children, honey. Thank God they are here. And, you know, Melody is able to take care of them. And I'm talking about Melody. I don't know what Hookhead is doing, honey. Okay. But, um, yeah, a lot of people got on Melody. Well, you should leave that man. But it's, it's so much harder, you guys, than what you all would imagine if you have not gone through it. Okay. Um, you have to think she loved Martell. Martell was her husband, the father of her children. Um, and you got to remember, he kept promising her that he was going to stop cheating. It's done with Ariane. I'm walking away. I choose my wife. I choose my family, you know? Um, and, you know, we of course know that Martel never changed. You know, he eventually kept cheating on Melody. Um, he kept breaking his promises to her. He kept breaking her heart. Um, you know, he really took her through it. 
you know, and it's unnecessary to do that to a person, especially somebody that you claim you love, okay, because guess what, guys, if you know you're not going to do somebody right, then how about having that conversation with them and saying, hey, you know, I'm not able to make this work, I can't keep this sort of commitment to you, that's what he should have said, but he didn't do that, because a lot of men, they want to have their cake, and they want to eat it too, and they don't want your ass to have a piece of cake at all, Okay, and that's where the misogyny comes in. Um, and that's why they would never take you back or give you all those chances if it's you that cheats on them. See, and that's their ego. Okay, but it's okay for them though, right? And y'all watch out for these dating coaches because they will uh, teach you some one-sided bullshiggity honey uh, that serves the man, okay, and that caters to his ego, and um, when you really love somebody, you shouldn't be operating through your ego, you should come from a place of love, and kindness, and respect, um, and we know that Martel, hook-headed whole, he didn't have any of that for Miss Melody Cherie, and the seven stages of trauma bonding is love bombing, okay, and that's probably when he was always buying Melody flowers, taking her out of town, what, introducing her to the uh, property preservation, you know, he seemed like the good guy, right, nice country boy, Okay, the wants a family. Okay, I love kids. I'm sure he said all, all those things to her. Because that's what they want to do, guys. They want to get you to trust them. Okay, that way they can just turn on you. And that's why it's so hard to leave. Because it's like, I love you. You know, we've built something together. We've built businesses together. We've had children and he knew every time she had a baby by him, she would grow a stronger attachment. Okay? He knew what he was doing that whole time. This situation with Arion, no. I'm 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 not believing that oh, out the blue, you know, you cheated with Arion and then that was the disconnect with you and Melody. I feel like he had a plan for Melody from day one and a lot of them do. That's why I teach you all the way that I teach you all on this channel. Put you first. Quit all of this giving your all to somebody that's not giving their all to you. And we understand this when it comes to jobs. Well, some of us, because some of us are slaves, right? And that's a story for another day. Some of us, we understand this with friendships, with our family, putting up boundaries, setting standards. But with our romantic relationships, um, we don't have standards. We don't have boundaries. We're being told by these black, yes, I, I'm saying it, black male dating coaches, give your all love like you've never loved before. But, and I'm here to tell you, that's only if they are giving it back to you, if they are reciprocating what you are giving them and if they are pouring into you, okay, then you can do that to them as well, right? But a lot of women like to be on this for my man shit that gets them into trouble where you the one giving all your all and then he's just taking. And it can happen to you ladies that fast. Don't matter how smart you are, how beautiful you are. These devils, okay? They stay plotting. They be on that demon time. Okay? They are the predator and you best believe you are the prey. Okay? So that's why I teach you all to look out for self. I told you all this came from me being in my 20s. My mother did not teach me any of this stuff. A lot of stuff I had to learn the hard way. My mother even questioned my standards and relationships. Well, why are you like that? And you talking to somebody already? Hell yeah. Why not? Okay. And sometimes you can't even break up with these fools because hell, they may try to kill you. 
they may try to unalive you. You know, they may try to, you know, like men can be very crazy. A lot of them, you know, I told y'all a lot of these men are feminine now. They are not the men of yesteryear that can just walk away and they could still wish you well after a breakup. You know, these men be like, bitch, I'm going to waste your time. And not only am I going to waste your time, I'm going to destroy your reputation. That's the smear campaign. That's when they try to get all your mutual friends to turn against you. Okay, with with some stupid story that's one-sided that makes them look good and makes you look bad. Okay? You can't explain that because it don't even make any sense, but that's the these are the men, ladies, with the feminine energy. Because real men, they don't behave like that. They'll just be like, you know what? This ain't working out. I'm going to go on about my business. I don't need to destroy your reputation. I don't need to destroy your credit. I don't need to triangulate and have some ugly bitch, you know, in proximity to me to prove something to you. Like, these men, these devils with this feminine energy... They're crazy. And there are a lot of Mark tales in the world. Why the hell do you think so many women can relate to Melody? Because this behavior is nothing new. Okay? It's very much in the culture. And a lot of people will live like this, like it's normal. And I'm here to tell you guys, it is not normal. Do not be nice to people that's not nice to you. I don't give a damn where you at. Let they ask, no, not today and tomorrow. It don't look good either. Okay? Have your boundaries. When you pick up on how somebody is treating you in a relationship, check their ass right on sight. I didn't like that. Don't talk to me like that. Don't have this person with you when you around me. Really put those boundaries and those standards in place. And whoever like it, they like it. And whoever don't, don't. Get rid of their ass. Okay? I have always, you know, lived through my intuition. Okay? I don't believe in being faithful to people that's not faithful to you. For what? It doesn't serve you. You know? I just, I don't understand that. And especially, ladies, if you're not the man's wife, you're free. You don't owe him no loyalty. Is he being loyal to you? You know, let me get back on task, though. So the second stage of the trauma bond is the trust and dependency. And in this stage, an abuser may purposely test the victim's trust and dependency on them, usually leading to the target feeling guilty for questioning their partner. Okay? And when confronting the abuser at this stage, you may get a lot of flack for discounting all they have done for you, which is why the love bombing stage provides a vital setup for dependency and trauma bonds. The idea that you can trust an abuser in the relationship is an illusion. Okay, and what did Melody and Martell have set up? They had a marriage set up. Their families was entangled. They had children. He he took advantage of that, guys. Okay, he took advantage of the fact that Melody, you know, was into the church. And, you know, and that's why a lot of these narcissistic men, they get with these Holy Ghost women. Oh, she read the good book. Oh, okay, she, she had to turn another cheek. And she into, you know, she gonna forgive me when I mess up. And and I know about this because I, I literally know a narcissistic couple. And this lady was heavily into the church. She has a narcissist. I hear he don't go to church with her, honey. <laughs> we know why. <laughs> so ask me how I know. Okay, that's why I, I know what I'm looking at when I look at Marceau and Tisha. Because I've already seen it. Okay. 
The third stage of the trauma bond is criticism. Once they've got your trust, emotional abusers may start to pick apart some of your qualities, identifying them as insignificant or problematic. So what did Martell do? He began telling Melody, you work too much. Now, meanwhile, he the one that got her doing more for the community. Y'all remember she said that? Okay, and remember what else she said. It was a setup for the okie doke. Yeah, bitch, I'm going to have you doing all the, these jobs with the community and with our businesses, and we got these children. I'm going to have you, and you're going to be a mother, and you're going to be a slave. Okay, and then I will tell you, well, bitch, you're not sucking my dick enough. So now, and they, the narcissists, they will continue to add more to the list. Okay, and they know because you're married to them or in a relationship with them, you love them and you want to please them, right? Okay, so Arianne was a part of his plan. He got somebody dumb enough and they always choose the same type of women. These ugga booga woogas, these Bernstein bear looking women. Okay, um, they... And they know, you know, that a lot of these women, they have low self-esteem and they know that they can get a lot done because, well, she got low self-esteem. She don't have no boundaries. She don't mind being my side chick and, you know, I'll have her arguing with my main chick and all the while I'll make her think that I'm boosting her self-esteem because when a woman suffers from internalized misogyny, the man is always right. Don't y'all notice that Ariane always listens to everything that Martell says? Well, Martell told me this. Martell said that. He told me to, um, the sky is blue. Well, the sky is blue. <laughs> the sky is purple. <laughs> you know, and these, you know, women that suffer from internalized misogyny, they will just go with it. Okay. They are called uh, flying monkeys. That's the people that go around doing the narcissist dirty work. And you're like, why are you so mad at me? What I know Melody was probably thinking the whole time she was dealing with this. Like, why is this girl so mad at me? She's sleeping with my husband. Because when you have bitches like Ariane, they feel like, bitch, that's our man. I'm entitled to him. And I will keep fucking him until I get pregnant and you just go deal with it. That is the mind state. That is the attitude. And that's all she wrote. That's what she did. Okay. What else did she say? Ladies and gentlemen, I took that bitch nigga with my eyes closed. That's what she said. I took that man with my eyes closed. Now you ain't took a damn thing. Cause you still on the bench waiting on the bus to forever that ain't gonna ever come okay just child child Ariane sounds smart honey to somebody that's dumb okay but she that's how they are they're women like her girls i should say like her very arrogant very cocky okay this man chose, you know, me, you know, he want to be with me. She just jealous. She just mad. She just, and they love being in competition, especially with beautiful women. And it may not have anything to do with your looks all the time. You could be known in the community. You could be, um, popular, you know, with the man's family, you know, everybody likes you. Um, they will, they will know of your reputation. So they could be jealous of that too. Not just show looks, but with the pretty girls. Oh yeah. They really feel like, because growing up, they probably felt like nobody would ever, you know, deal with them. Um, they probably felt like, Hey, I'm really not that girl like that. He giving me attention. Okay. He giving me some attention and, they self-esteem just shoot through the roof, but it's a false sense of self-esteem. Cause anytime you sharing a man, you degrading yourself, especially when you know he's married or you know he has a woman, but women and men know this about women. 
they love competition with other women, especially if they are on the first floor and they got low self-esteem. You can always hear them making little comments towards another woman that they look up to. Okay, because that's what it is. And what have we seen Ariane do? You know, she's been looking up to Melody. Okay, copying how she talk, her business. Uh, well, she still ain't got her business acumen, but you know, yeah, I'm gonna handle myself like a businesswoman, and yeah, because before then it was y'all heard what she was saying. Why they talking about me on that show? Okay, all I did was sleep with the lady husband. Why are they talking about me? If it wasn't for me, there would be no show. Saying stupid, chiggity like that. Delusional. And that's how those types are. Okay, so yeah, at, we're on number three. They go criticize you, break you down, put you in lowest terms. Now, they didn't already put you on this pedestal, made you their girlfriend or wife. They didn't build you up. They build you up strategically just to tear your ass down. Okay? It also says it is common for abusers to wait until a victim's trust has been tested before they begin criticizing them. The criticism phase is most notice, most notably during intense arguments or disagreements where the abuser will likely bring, blame their partner and the target may end up over-apologizing for things that are not their fault. So, And when they do that, they are gaslighting you. They are making you question and doubt your reality, your perceptions of different people and situations. Um, and the biggest takeaway from all of this, you guys, is it's going to cause a lot of confusion. So, like I always say, God is not the author of confusion. The narcissistic man or woman is. Okay, they want you to be confused. Okay, you are in cognitive, you have cognitive dissonance when you know that they are not good for you and then you keep going back to them. And in Melody's case, she kept having babies with him. Okay, cognitive dissonance. Okay. Step four is the manipulation and the gaslighting. Gaslighting and manipulation are two forms of psychological abuse often seen in trauma bonds that ultimately make victims question their reality and perception. Gaslighters will never fully or honestly take responsibility for their behaviors and tend to shift blame onto the other person. It is very common for gaslighters to suddenly seem calm, cool, and collected once they have pushed their target to their breaking point. And they will do it, you guys. Don't expect like a whole bunch of cursing and belligerent screaming. They will be calm and cool and subtle with it. And that is why a lot of us, we, we don't notice the abusers that are that way. We notice the overt narcissists, you know, showing out, acting a fool. Oh, I, I heard what he said. I heard the tone he said it in. But the covert narcissists, you know, they're very like subtle right passive aggressive um you have to really be paying attention and what you will notice after a while is a pattern of behavior okay a pob a pattern of behavior because they're gonna do it again okay and everything they say and do to you they know what they're saying and doing if you notice, it will be hard for these people to apologize, to admit faults. They will have you apologizing for shit that you ain't even did. You like, well, damn, I didn't even do nothing, but let me just apologize, you know, so we can move on. Okay? You're dealing with a crazy person. Okay? Run and fast. Okay? That was that. And look how much he's done after that obedience. So... I'm sorry, but it ain't nothing nobody can tell me in terms of what I should be moving or how I should be moving it or when it should happen. But baby, God has shown me. <laughs> he got me every step of the way if I follow his instructions. And I'm going to keep doing that continuously in every area of my life, in every area of my life. And then you have to sit back and be patient and watch. And watch the same way y'all sat back 
Because some of y'all said I wasn't gonna leave. Some of y'all said I wasn't gonna really get a divorce. Some people said it wasn't real. Some people said it was the TV. Somebody just said, and yet here we are three years later. Divorce, living, thriving, and striving. So you have to sit back with your little patience. Sit back and watch. This is how it goes. This is how it goes. Um, okay, so then there is the resignation and giving up. Okay, when dealing with the trauma bond, it is very common for targets of abuse to start giving in at some point to avoid more conflict, fawning, or the fawn trauma response are bargaining and people-pleasing behaviors that may ensure the relationship can remain somewhat stable. Targets may have some awareness they are being manipulated, but that small awareness may not be enough to exit the relationship yet because the target may still be questioning whether or not they are to blame for the abuser's behavior. Depending on the length of the relationship and the nature of the psychological abuse, a target often becomes more dependent on the abuser to avoid further conflict by getting married having more children okay because i think every time she had a baby with him she kind of probably felt like oh let's go get better i'm having a baby no it, it doesn't get better but she had to go through that guys melody had to that was a um that was spiritual warfare and she had to go through that okay and that's why you know it's all about what maya angelou uh says you know, when you learn, teach. And that's what I'm doing with you all because I didn't been there. Okay. And I have, you know, came out on the other side. Okay. Also, or becoming more emotionally and financially reliant on their partner. Um, and another thing, guys, always have your own money. Yes, we want to spend. Okay. Cause that ain't change. Okay. <laughs> That ain't changed about Miss Robinson, honey. We still want to spend a monty. When you are dealing with a man, you need to be spending money. Okay? And I know a lot of people may disagree uh, with me when it comes to this, but I do feel like um, men respect uh, what they got to pay for. Okay? They do. Because it's like, damn, I didn't spend this on you. I didn't gave all this money. I had this one man one time. He said, damn, I didn't bought you that. I didn't did this. Damn, I didn't did that. I, You know, let me try to get my stuff together. He really was saying that to me. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, what I'm doing, it's working. Oh, okay. Little, look, little feedback, honey, from the universe. Okay. So I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, Lord. Okay. So there are many reasons why an abused person cannot easily leave, including safety concerns. It is natural to fear that an abuser's behavior may escalate when they sense they are losing control, when a target is threatening to leave and actually walking out the door. So that takes me to the reunion where she moved out, got her own place. Now, I want y'all to pay attention to what he did, because this is what they do. They do the slut-shaming thing. Um, and he got to saying, yeah, you know, she moved out and started sucking another man's dick. And remember, Carlos asked her at the reunion, and I would have been like, uh-huh, sure did. Problem? Okay. What's the problem, nigga? Okay. Don't worry about what I'm doing up over here. I didn't separate it from you. See, that's that's how you know you're dealing with somebody that's abusive because they want a one-sided relationship with you. They could cheat on you, lie to you, have the ugga booga disrespecting you. They could do all of that, but your ass better not step out. Your ass better not have another nigga calling their phone. And I had another nigga call a nigga phone. Oh, yes, I did. Okay, how you doing? Because I want you to never uh, call me again. So ladies, get another man to call his damn phone and have a conversation. Because with you, he's comfortable with you. Because I told y'all, those that act like this, they one of the girls and they comfortable with you, honey. Put his ass on the phone with a real man. Okay? So, yeah. But another thing with the having the kids with them, I don't recommend you do that after you notice certain stuff because 
they know that children slow you down. They, that's why, you know, and, and they know that you want a family. Most of us that we want mommy and daddy in the house, you know, with our kids and we want a happily ever after. Oh, they know that. Okay. So when they get you pregnant, it'd be on purpose. It'd be with malicious intent. It's not because they really love the family life. Okay. Which is what Martell tried to portray on the damn show. Okay. And I even, like, looking at season one, all y'all got to do is go back. He did not seem like he was married. When they got around them strippers and stuff, he turned up and, child, all you got to do is look at how he was behaving in that club. I remember I said to myself, he's still cheating. That's all I had to see. I just saw his behavior. I know what I'm looking at. Okay. So the sixth step of the trauma bond is the loss of sex self uh throughout the stages of a trauma bond there is a progressive loss of self which brings tremendous pain and a disconnection from the world we once knew people who leave abusive relationships may not seem like their usual selves due to a loss of their own identity and personal boundaries trauma bonds can be incredibly isolating as you can lose many of your social connections due to the changes of self-identity that no longer match what people close to you are used to Okay, this level of psychological destruction may lead to a complete loss of confidence and even unaliving yourself. For many, this emotional torture, shame, and guilt is built up for years, which can make it very difficult to face and move forward. Okay, so it's it's a lot, you guys, going through a trauma bond. It's not so easy to just leave somebody, you know, all the time. You know, and I, I understand that, but at the end of the day, if you, if you notice that every day is groundhog day, shout out to Contessa on married to medicine. Cause remember she said that about Scott, it's, it's groundhog day. You know, her relationship has been the same for 10 years. How many more years do you need? And no, a baby is not going to change or fix the problem. Getting married is not going to change and fix the problem. The problem is your so-called partner. They are the problem. And once you remove them as being the problem, you will find better solutions for you to move forward with your life. Trust me. I know. I didn't lived it. I didn't came out on the other side. Okay. And then you have the second step is an addiction to the cycle. So often in trauma bonds, the stages can be like a cycle. After a significant conflict, there may be a cool down or honeymoon period. That means they're going to be on their best behavior. But you best believe these Chucky dolls, they going to turn the hell up again. And you be, you be waiting on their ass. Okay. And you be waiting with your, uh, with your vegetable oil by the shower, girl. <laughs> you was just trying to clean the shower. Wink, wink. Uh-huh. <laughs> At this moment of peace, the abuser might apologize, apologize, okay, and start the love bombing process all over again. So they'll start, you know, praising your name or if you're doing good things for the community, working hard, they may acknowledge that, okay? Um, they may start buying you gifts, taking you on vacation. You got to watch out for that. Okay. Which makes the target feel relieved and desired, thus positively reinforcing a dependency on this abusive cycle. Conversely, the abuser may completely shut down, become avoidant and withhold all love and affection. Some of these men, they may stop sleeping with you. Because they're so feminine, you know, it's like, damn, you like, you know, you withhold and set, but yeah, that's child. That's what they do. And let me say this. A man can deny his woman sex if 
under certain circumstances if the woman ain't treating him right and that whole thing y'all know i'm not talking about that but yes these girls honey <laughs> i told y'all who who mainly uses sex as a weapon women do we come on now we know that but these these bitches honey yeah they would they will withhold the d okay i remember some man tried to do that with me and then got mad that you know he found out I was talking to somebody else. Girl, why are you mad? You you started it, girl. Dang, I shouldn't have did that. No, you didn't. Why did you do that? Okay, dang, you just moved right on. Sure the fuck do. Problem. Okay. Moving right on. And they do all of this stuff, guys. Okay, let's bring it together. Okay, come on. Let's come together and say why they do what they do. To control. Instead of these niggas buying property, owning their own business. Okay. Remodeling. Like, instead of them being on a grind, a hustle, you know, getting new business contacts and instead of them doing what they really should be doing to improve their life no you know they, they won't do that they got excuses when it come to that they want to control you and break you down and remember any man that's trying to break you down and put you in lowest terms he's trying to do that because that is where he is at and he needs to get comfortable with you so with Martell and Melody, Martell felt like, yeah, she think too highly of herself. Damn, this bitch, she a public speaker? Yeah, you know, I gotta get her in competition with another woman. All of it was strategic. Ain't no Ariane just came around in 2017 and all, no. This, all of this stuff was strategic and he's not gonna talk about it. But we didn't see his ass. And that's another thing, guys. Pay attention. I want y'all to pay attention to a couple of things. Start paying attention to people's energy. I don't care who it is. How you feel when you are around them and how do you feel when they leave you? Because if you feel exhausted and stressed out, you need to be away from that person. I don't care who it is. Okay? Pay attention to how you're relationships end with people how how do they behave do they need to tear you down to build themselves up do they have to go around taking credit for everything that they helped you with and uh pay attention to that do they do a smear campaign on your name and assassinate your character do they befriend your old friends because a lot of them will do that are they um trying to and because this is what they do. It's like the Titanic. They're trying to hold on by any means necessary. They will tag, have uh, their emails coming to your email. Yeah. And that's a Hoover. And they will do stuff like that to get you to call them and be like, well, what happened? Why am I receiving your mail at, at my address? They will do all of that. Okay. They will stalk you. Because they are obsessive and they are losers. Okay, when you stalk a person, that's hustling backwards. That's what weak people do. But what did we see Martell do? Stalk Melody when she was out on her date. He took pictures and video of her and her date. You're obsessed. You didn't did all this shit to destroy your marriage. And now you are taping her. They are very like delusional and obsessive they're crazy they need to be in the damn nut house somewhere i'm serious crazy and they like to okay play normal okay watch out for people that be calling people phones six and seven times back to back to back i believe um funky doniva called martell out for doing that that's not normal behavior, you guys. Normal people, they don't do that. If you, if I call you and you don't answer, you ain't going to hear from me. Okay? If I need to get a hold of you, I may try the next week. But I ain't going to ever call you six and seven times in one day. Crazy. Psychotic. Okay? I'm serious. Watch out for that. Um, after you go through a trauma bond, you're going to have PTSD. It may be hard for you to date and to trust people. Okay. 
Martel also put Melody through um, narcissistic uh, triangulation. Okay. He also put her through that with um, Ariane. And narcissistic triangulation is killing two birds with one stone. This is a common triangulation tactic narcissists use to obtain control, attention, or adulation. Narcissists will often inform their partner about how a third party, such as a mutual friend or co-worker, it could be his baby mama, ex-girlfriend, who has been flirtatious with them. This third party is brought into the relationship to kill two birds with one stone. First, it stirs up feelings of jealousy and insecurity in their partner and subtly warns the partner that they're replaceable. And we saw uh, Martel um, do that. Y'all remember when they was at Chris and Nail Fletcher's house and Melody threw that drink on him? Well, she doing this and now she doing stuff and I like it. And, and guess what? Ariane probably saw that and that lifted her weak ass self-esteem and, it, and Melody reacted. Okay. Um, that's what he wanted. Okay. That is what he wanted because he feels like he is supposed to be in control of her. It is his job to disrespect her. After all, he's a man. That's just how men are. There are a lot of men, you guys, that think like that. And that's very like abusive and disrespectful. I remember I was talking to this one guy, um, and we wasn't talking in a romantic way, just, you know, just making conversation, you know, just picking his brain. And I thought he was a good person until I heard like his views on men and women. And he was, had a subjective bias towards all men, even if the man was wrong. Okay. So watch out for them those are your fake good guys but more with the triangulation um instinct instinctively the partner tries harder tries harder to please the narcissist as to not be replaced remember she starts sucking his thing thing and having another baby and and they will work you harder and harder well such and such does this well such and such well such and such Okay, and I'm going to say this about narcissists. If you don't react to Hoovers, um, if you don't react to them trying to triangulate you, uh, they probably still will stalk you, at least stalk you on social media and stuff because they so damn nosy and can't move on. And they got really low self-esteem. Because when you have high self-esteem, you don't mind moving the hell on and getting a damn life, Okay you know how to shake a bone and get the hell on these idiots they are like i don't know they're weird they're so weak because you didn't did all this stuff to destroy a person why do you still need to look at them why okay like child make it make sense but yeah they're they are obsessive like that so yeah, he did all of that. Martel, he had that girl was uh calling Melody, disrespecting her, and put Martel on the phone. He loved all of that. And you heard what Melody said. Well, why you didn't defend me? And he ain't gonna defend you because all the shit he's doing was on purpose. It was strategic. What am I gonna defend you for? Ain't that what he told her? What am I defending you for? Okay, he better be lucky he was dealing with Melody because I would have had a few niggas uh, blow up his phone. He would, I would have had that motherfucker's child, child. I would have had his ass, by, I would have cut his ass off by the knees. He would have thought, it's like, bitch, you thought you was crazy. Oh, bitch, let me show you crazy. Let me show you, Craig. As soon as he walk in a motherfucking house, another nigga eat me out, and he'll just pass the hell out. And I'll be like, bitch, what? You ain't gonna call the police? Nope, because I ain't asked you to pass out, nigga. Okay? You'll be all right. Like, he would have 
child. I would have took his ass through it. Okay. I would have took his ass through there. The guy I cheated on, his ass, I'll never forget, got down on his knees. Why would you do that? And why would you? I said, you don't remember how mean and hateful you was to me? And all he would talk shit to me, call me out my name. Yeah, he did all of that and then tried to act like he ain't never do that. But, like, what does that other man have over me? I said, oh, he got a lot over you, honey. He better in bed. He be spending way more money on me and shit. Okay, girls, if you don't know what to say, just tell her. Just tell a few lies. It's okay. <laughs> but the shit a dry day ass crazy. He was all in tears. He stalked me after our breakup. I said, why you? keep show, showing up at the library when the queen show up honey okay but he was stalking me and and i got some good ass shit going you know so i was like of course you know <laughs> but yeah that man fell to his damn knees he thought he was torturing me when i turned on his motherfucking ass he was like damn i didn't know i didn't know you had it in oh yeah I got it in me, honey. And honey, I look forward to him cussing me out, calling me out my name. I was like, yep, I know what I'm doing today, honey. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. Oh, skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> we about to have, you about to see a bitch come down the slide, honey, okay? You about to see a, bi a bitch about to be out here. Oh, uh -huh. oh, yes, we about to have a good time, honey, okay? <laughs> but yeah tortured his ass oh yeah this man he went on a smear campaign with me because he was like going to the church not the church yes going to the church trying to turn our preacher and his wife against me yeah so when i tell you he got to smear my name embarrassing me i was stuck i had nowhere to go you know had to stay in this same um, townhouse with him. We had separate rooms, though. Uh-huh. I didn't play that shit. I was fucking other niggas in his bed. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure did. Sure did. So when I tell you I didn't play that shit, something came over me like, I'm not married to you and you clowning? Then the bitch owed me money, guy. It's so much to it, y'all don't know owe me money and everything talking shit to me he ain't never paying me back bitch that's just what you get yeah when i tell you i took his ass through there okay i took his ass. i said i don't want you to ever forget me okay i told y'all about them damn cancers oh evil ass will punish your ass Okay, well, we'll stay with you just to punish your ass. That's probably not the best part of being a cancer, but child, we will take your ass through there. Water sign my ass ain't nothing but fire up over here. Okay, that water will put that fire out each and every time. How you doing? Okay, I didn't got all off track, honey, but yeah, I re child, I remember the days. Don't think I don't remember. Okay. Um, and just remember guys, when you're dealing with a narcissist, um, in a nutshell, you will go from being the perfect love of their life to nothing you do is ever good enough. You will give your everything and they will take it all and give you less and less in return. Um, they also, like I said, will trash your name and ruin your reputation. They want to change other people's perceptions and opinions about you. Um, you will end up depleted emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and probably financially. We saw Melody go through that. She couldn't even leave with the kids' beds because his stupid ass, you know, was blocking her from getting, you know, her stuff. And like I told y'all, it's bad enough you get abused by these guys, right? It's bad enough you go through this and then it's the the after effect like him dragging her back and forth through the court system that's just i'm so sensitive to that you guys because i've had that happen to me um and you know this person he didn't even want to watch his kid you know like he would watch his girlfriend's child over our child so imagine that for me you know what i'm saying um 
he would try to ruin like my birthday knowing that I want to hang out with my friends but he wanted me to be stuck with the baby all the time until I finally just took all his fucking rights away you are not gonna ever see her again we had one big incident I didn't even really need that incident to happen but it happened I'll talk about it later in a book okay but yeah once that happened I was like yeah I'm done because he was trying to get me these people will try to get you arrested they want to punish you for not putting up with their bad behavior like they're very evil okay so just get away from these crazy these crazy people okay and if i could turn back the hands of time i wish i could have just left that man but like i said i had nowhere to go but that situation it definitely woke me up and it toughened me up it really and i know a lot of people are like no but you you did this and yeah but it really like put something in me like don't play with me okay so and there are certain parts you guys of your personality um everybody is not gonna understand but what matters is does that part of your personality help you stay alive because people love calling me a bitch but it's that bitch inside of miss robinson that has helped her stay alive okay so um you know don't ever, you know, make people uh, make you feel guilty for standing up for yourself or doing, you know, what you had to do, honey, to, to stay alive, to keep pushing, honey. Okay. I believe I've talked about this before. I am a firm believer in divine timing and everything. Divine timing. Divine timing. Divine timing. Um, as humans, the flesh, right, it wants to move how it wants to move. But divine timing is bigger and better than all of that. Somebody said, seeing no weapons. Now, first of all, now you know it's no weapon. Don't be coming over here talking about no weapons. It's no weapon. No weapon. See, now y'all can get my uh, comedic side out. Let me calm down. All right, you guys. That's all I have to say about that, honey. Get down in the comments. Let me know what you thought about this here video. <laughs> Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. I am your girl, brand new, and I will check you guys out in the next video. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.